My plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose. Well, there goes your social life. volume warning and live from the one and only motor city and southwestern ohio it hopefully is episode 41 of the objective a battlefield podcast uh how the hell are you doing out there everyone i sincerely hope this podcast finds you well okay uh i am as always of course your host dubfire33 and with me, as always, only slightly bad, your boy, also known as the other Evan. Evan, how you doing tonight, man? Good, good. Just a little hungover. It's fine. You're fine. You drove around with your top down for a couple of hours. Got the wind. Yeah. In, got the wind in, in your hair. You know, <laughs> and your in your beard. You're good. Well, good. Now you're, we're you're talking. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what the hell just happened there. And I don't know if it's because I I don't have the levels on my Go XLR set right, but it sounded like the opening music was like super quiet. So uh, pod listeners, that's why I kind of started with the quiet volume. Just to, I didn't want to fucking blow your eardrums out, right? Because I'm not sure if the um, you may have been like cranking your volume up because oh wait, what's going on? It's like really quiet. <laughs> I don't. So whatever. I'm gonna figure out these fucking audio levels someday. I promise. We'll get this shit figured out. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, so, uh, sorry for the delay in uh, getting the podcast out, getting the broadcast going. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a week. It's been a week uh, here in uh, in my life, and uh, we were possibly going to uh, do this uh, last night, but uh, Evan decided to go to uh, yet another super spreader event and to try to get COVID. So you know. <laughs> Really putting that vaccine to the test, right? You, you really are, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, but here we are, Saturday night, uh, September eleventh, too. Of course, um, we'll get into that. I definitely am going to have some things to say about that. But before we do, uh, let's get into some announcements, uh, some ways you can support the podcast. Um, we've got, uh, I've got one new follow on Twitch which if you're new to the podcast, uh, we broadcast the the podcast live, usually every Thursday night. We actually have, we were doing really good, dude. We were being super consistent, actually, every Thursday night for quite a while. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, things happen. So uh, so here, so it was a couple of days late this week, but generally every Thursday night, nine, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time, uh, on twitch.tv slash dubfire33. So uh, you can uh, check my Twitch out there and uh, smash the follow button, of course. And uh, this week, uh, one, just one new follower, a little slow on the uh, Twitch side of things. Um, who followed me? Gosh, damn it. I forgot to put it in the fucking show notes. <laughs> I'll find it. It was... Uh... Gosh, damn it. It wasn't Pirate. 
uh, PirateGamer88. He joined the Discord. I'll find it in just a sec. Was it, was it the bot that you banned? It wasn't the bot that I banned. <laughs> Should have put this in the show notes. We're doing things real fast and loose here tonight, folks. Like, real oh, yeah. fast and loose. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, it was, here it comes. It's coming right now. Taste the pain, bow. That's right. How can I forget? I fucking love... Actually, love... His, uh, oh, you know what? No, that's right. He fucking followed me seven days ago. So that's right. No new followers except for the fucking bot. Okay. Get absolutely scammed. I'm yeah, an idiot. Never mind. Moving on. Okay. See, this is what kind of week it's been. This is what I'm talking about. It's just been this kind of fucking week for me. Um, but definitely some... Uh, well, before I get on uh, to Patreon news, any uh, did you get any, any new followers in the past few days there, Evan? I did. I did because I'm... I'm not just totally scammed like you are. So, right. Thank you to Dr. J Webb, uh, Cam All the right. Ham, seventy eight eighty three. I like Cam the Ham. The numbers are they're fine. I guess there's too many. Whatever. It's definitely that's, too many numbers. But Cam, but Cam the Ham is a pretty cool name. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, Class Peanut one eleven. Uh, Taste the Pain Bow also gave me a follow. All right. Uh, Rob Dog eleven forty two. And my buddy Robert, uh, Papa Robbie, thirty-eight eleven. I don't know if I know J Web streams. I don't know about anyone else though. So yeah, oh yeah. check them out regardless yeah. though. And check Fams. out and check out your boy Evan twitch.tv slash only slightly bad. He is a yeah, uh, let's get a, me affiliated, right? Come on. Yep, gotta gotta get. I'm calling gotta get on. Guy. Yep, calling on you listeners. So everyone out there, if you're if you're interested in checking out the twitch thing yeah definitely check out his page as well twitch.tv slash only slightly bad and of course mine twitch.tv slash dubfire33 he's a bf1 chad of course so yeah check in can check him uh check him out playing some bf1 i've been playing some bf5 and uh <laughs> hopefully uh october 22nd we'll be playing this fucking 2042 beta um that that should be the case nothing else we talked about it last week, and this was this is an unconfirmed unconfirmed date. Um, this was a Tom Henderson thing, a leak thing, saying um, September twenty second here, um, and nothing's changed in a week. So, have you you haven't seen anything, right? I haven't seen anything that's no. confirmed nor denied that that date. So it seems like that's probably going to be the case. So, uh, which I'm a little. Yeah, I'm a little mauled about it, but I'll 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 get into it uh, in a minute. Um, we also have a Patreon if you want to support the podcast through our Patreon. Uh, if you decide to support our podcast through our Patreon, you are just a super kind-hearted and generous person, and don't expect any bonus content for your support. Just our undying love and gratitude. Um, it's simply there to support the podcast. Uh, hopefully bonus content uh uh down the road um for probably almost certainly likely once the game is like in full swing i'm sure we can come up with some really you know interesting interesting things to do as, as like bonus content for uh for our patrons but for now our patrons are simply just big-brained big-hearted amazing people um like the people i'm about to list off to our to our patrons uh that we do have uh and but first off gotta start off with a brand new Five-star fucking general patron, noped. 
which is what I I asked him who do you, how I wanted to be, how we wanted to be referred to in the podcast, and that's what he said. Uh, I believe he's uh, he, Alex in the Discord, uh, but uh, maybe so. I yeah, so maybe he's uh, that might be his Twitch uh, his Twitch uh, thing, but I, I don't know. He just said noped. He didn't say he streamed. So, but noped our newest five star general. Let's fucking go, man. Appreciate you, brother. Um, and of course, our other patrons, captains, our captain level patrons, Aussie Menace, Mr. Dean Gibson, and our other five-star generals, Jaron the Iron Ranger, Junk Pup, and Rise and Shine, and of course, our general of the army, which, by the way, uh, I was on, I was tweaking the Patreon a little bit, um, and see you later, boy, will be the one and only general of the army, or general of the objective, uh, Mr. See you later, boy, Devin, uh, because I, I closed that tier out. He owns that tier because he's, 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 the, he's, he's the biggest, kindest hearted, but also the dumbest, right? Because he wants to waste his, that much of his hard earned money on us, which we more than, of course we appreciate, but I figured, but, um, but I know he really enjoys the podcast and we love Devin. Um, and, uh, and hopefully he's doing okay. I haven't checked in with him in a little bit. Um, last time I did check with him, you know, he was doing, everything was going okay with him. Seemed like there was a little bit of damage to uh, to his place down there in Louisiana. But otherwise, it seemed like he was doing okay. I should probably check back in with him. Uh, so anyway, so thank you, patrons, of course. Okay, so moving on from there. Uh, so as I was uh, saying earlier, it, uh, it is, of course, September 11th, uh, 2021. So that making it the 20-year anniversary of the events of 9-11. Um, you were probably in fourth grade, weren't you, when it happened? <laughs> I was eight. I think I was in second or third grade. Oh, oh okay. So you are like, oh, so you are the same age, uh, age as Dr. J. Webb then. Yes. A, yeah, you're the, you're 28 or you're 29. Yeah, I'll turn 29 in a couple months. Oh, you're turning 29. So you are 20. Yeah. So you and you and J. Webb are the same age because he was saying the other night how he was in third grade. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I don't want to go on about it too much, but I mean, it's, it's been 20 years. Um, and I, of course, I'm 45 years old. So I was, you know, um, a real grown up adult when it happened and watched, um, and watched the whole thing unfold, uh, over the course of the day. And, um, if you're a younger person and you don't really know much about it, or it's something that you're not particularly familiar with, I would, strongly encourage you to you know obviously there i imagine it's something that's part of curriculum in schools now i mean in terms of american history right so but you know what so oh yeah but um you know there's a lot of very interesting information on um on the events and you can find uh apparently you can find on youtube and i'm not talking about <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not talking about conspiracy stuff. I'm not even gonna go that route. Um, but you can. Uh, I guess you can find someone put up like an eight or ten hour or something recording or more of of, and it's just the a recording of the communications that happened between NORAD, which if you're not familiar with NORAD, it's like the North American Radar and Defense something or other. I think that's what the acronym is. Anyway. It's yeah, basically, yeah, it's basically where the country, like the United States government, basically monitors us from, right? <laughs> so, 
but uh, mon and monitors, it's, it's where all of our defense stuff is like basically centralized. But the, the recording is some crazy amount of hours of nothing but no like else, no other commentary. You can just listen to the NORAD communicate with air traffic control towers in like New York and Pennsylvania and, and Washington. And it's super interesting to listen to. It's super interesting, also super chilling because you hear a lot of, uh, yeah, you hear a lot of the events kind of unfold, and uh, it's a in very interesting, th interesting thing to listen to. Um, yeah, and you know, it was, um, it was just an incredibly. I didn't. I don't think I had an appetite for like three days after after everything that was going on, and. It was, it was just such a, it was such a weird time because the thing was, was it was, it was a really hard thing to actually like reconcile, I think for people outside of New York and like outside of sort of Washington, because I, I, I you know, you know, the people that in New York were just every fucking last person was absolutely fucking terrified, especially after watching those fucking towers fall. I mean, it just must have been the fucking most frightening fucking thing you could think of. Even if you were like in Brooklyn, right, which is pretty, pretty a good distance from downtown, you know, from South Manhattan there. Just terrifying. And then, of course, around the Washington area. But like we were the rest of the country, you know, we were just watching it all unfold on TV. And it was such a weird time to, because to, I remember thinking like, I don't, I just like I don't know if I I feel bad like feeling kind of like I don't you know anxious or or nervous about the the events that I just watched unfold because it's like it didn't really affect me I'm fine and like most of the people I know are fine but uh, you know we know that lots of people obviously lost loved ones and lots of you know firefighters and, and first responders and stuff like that so it was just and I mean I'm not trying to like make this about me but I don't know really how else to sort of recount it i mean i guess if we're going to talk about it i'm just kind of giving you a little bit of a personal perspective on it um so and i guess that's what i'm kind of getting at um if you're going to kind of like learn about it listen to that like find those kind of things where you can listen to the communications and listen to how the whole thing unfolded and there's definitely there's a, i know there's a couple of documentaries that actually just um started airing because it's the 20th anniversary um i would probably suggest you watch those because they're you get to see people tell very personal stories about, uh, about what happened. So, um, yeah. So I don't want to, like I said, I'm not going to go, I don't want to go on about it too much. Um, but there was one other thought I had and I kind of wanted to talk about this too. Um, I've actually been wanting to talk about this for a couple of weeks and it's just something that I, it's something that I've been doing for a long time. And I know I started doing it, uh, sort of in the aftermath of nine 11, more specifically, um, after the, um, troops started getting sent to Iraq and Afghanistan, because then it became, um, you know, then it became, you know, then it became America's in, is engaged in a conflict again, which it hadn't really been in a really long time, um, not since Desert Shield. Um, if you don't remember 9-11, you definitely were. I mean, if you, you know, not that you don't remember it, but Desert Shield was even bef way before that. Desert Shield when I was in high school. That was that was when the first uh, George Bush sent uh, 
sent troops into Kuwait to fend off an advancing Iraqi army that was that thought they were going to take over Kuwait. <laughs> um, but you know there was so that was the first I believe Desert Shield was like the first active, well you know sort of overt active military operation that was undertaken since Vietnam. Um, other than other, you know, uh, we know, you know, yeah, there's, you know, other than Bay of Pigs and Honduras and Central America and stuff like that. But anyway, so, so once, once we were kind of in an America where, you know, 9-11 had happened and now we've got troops and being sent overseas to fight in Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff like that. Um, one of the things I found myself compelled to do was to thank veterans and any chance I got. Um, and I know it's something you probably hear a lot of. You hear it all the time. Oh, thank a veteran. Thank, you know, do it, do your part and, and help veterans or, and stuff like that. But I think it was kind of, it was, it, I think it, it was also part of like kind of how I dealt with what I had seen happen on 9-11. Um, cause I felt like, well, I mean, the least I can do is at least fucking thank some of these people, you know, for, for doing what they do. And that included, um, like police, uh, police officers and firemen, um, you know, however you, I, I get that the whole relationship with the police right now is kind of fucked. Um, but the fact is, it's like 95% of people who become police, p- police officers are doing it because they want to do something good in their community and they want to be a part of helping a community be a better place. Right. So it's like, so basically what I started doing is I, and I started just, going up to, to veterans and, and just, you know, simply saying, uh, hi, I, I'm sorry to bother you. I would just like to, I would just like to say thank you for your service. Um, and I, and I would encourage everyone to do this actually, even it, it, it's, it's actually not nearly as hard as you think it would be. It's actually even easier with like, say police officers or like firefighters. I well not so much for, with firefighters cause you don't really run into firefighters. Obviously they're, they're doing their thing when they're trying to save a burning house. Right. But like, you know, even when I'm like, if I'm downtown at a baseball game and I see officers, I just kind of look at them and say, Hey, thanks for what you're doing. You know, things like that. Um, but in terms of, of, of thanking veterans, I would encourage everyone to do this. Any chance you get, I do every single chance I get. I, I, and you can, you can ask my wife, I've been doing it for 10, 15 plus years now, I think. And it's actually, it's actually very easy. It's much easier than you might think. Even if you're a shy person, you just, you know, obviously don't sort of like make a point to like, you know, sort of if it's, if it's going to be too much of an inconvenience, if it's like, if, if they're like involved in a conversation or something, it's like, obviously you're not going to bother them, which is there's been times when I've done that. But if at any time they're just kind of with someone or there's by the side, you just kind of, you just kind of approach them and you very politely say, uh, hi, I'm sorry to bother you. I just like, to say thank you for your service and they'll look at you and maybe you'll well you won't probably shake hands now because of the pandemic and stuff like that but um it's it's one i think it's some it's for if for if you're my age or if you're 35 or if you're 25 um to me i guess it's always what i thought of as the best way to sort of honor the people lost on 9-11 honor the first responders honor the 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 military men and women that went to Iraq and Afghanistan because of 9-11. However you feel about why that happened, I'm on a side of it that's, you know, but it's neither here nor there what side of how I felt about it politically is on. Fact is, is they answered the call when they were 
asked to go over there and fight, you know, and put their lives on the line. And some of them paid the ultimate price and some, some of them never, never came home. Uh, so the least we can do is every chance we get, just tell them, thank, thank them for their service. As simple, simply as that. Um, and to me, I feel like that's the best thing any of us can do to, to honor the, the, the first responders and honor the, the lives lost on that day. So, okay. So thanks for coming to my Ted talk about that. Okay. I appreciate everyone listening to that. <laughs> that was, that was definitely a little bit of a rant, but I appreciate that. Um, all right. So let's move on to battlefield stuff. Um, so where did we leave off? So last week we were doing Q and a, right. And I got yep. to Hodag's question. It was it was Hodag, right? Yes, it was. Right. Uh, let me bring up the Discord here. Switch around for the Q and A that I can never find in my own Discord. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Hodag. Okay. Yeah. So we left off last week doing the Q and A, having a good time. That was that was a lot of fun actually. Um, and I was reading Hodag's question, and I. It's a long, it's a, it's a, it's a thick boy. It's a pretty long question. And then as I started formulating the answer in my head, I realized, well, I kind of have a lot to say about this. And this is a, it's an interesting topic and it's something that gets, it's something that get that gets brought up in plenty of communities. Right. So, um, so I'll, I'll read the question. All right, cool. My kid fell asleep while I was talking. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So. Hodag asks, I've been playing a lot of BF4 lately, and the vehicles are stupidly OP compared to more recent battlefields, mostly due to the lack of getting in and out animations. True. That's definitely one thing that I, I talked about that before. You got some you got some fucking little bird pilots that can just like wreck an entire map because they can they can tweak the they can get out of the vehicle and make it unlockable to anti-aircraft and then they can just get you know they can swap right back in and that's due to the lack of uh in and out animations entering and, and exiting animations um and then he goes on are you worried at all of the one the 150 and one 150 kills to one deaths tankers and heli pilots in 2042 turning people off the game if so what do you hope dice has done to rectify this or do you think it's a non-issue? Would you like to... You, so I imagine you have some thoughts on this, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you start. Yeah. Um, personally, I like the lack of in-and-out animations. Yes, it can make helicopters pretty, pretty strong. Right. A good helicopter pilot's going to run train anyways. They're not going to care if they have to take five seconds to jump out or not. Um. I I never really got into air vehicles. I would be a gunner and a tank, and I liked it for hopping out, repair the tank while he's fighting another tank, and get back in when we're done. Right. Versus Battlefield 1 and 5. Cool, I'm trying to get out of this tank. Oh, Sniper just got me in the face from the other side of the map. Cool, man. Right. <laughs> um, But with that being said, I don't know if it's going to be as much of an issue in 2042 with the the vehicles being as crazy because anybody can carry a rocket launcher at any time, no matter the specialist. So if you have a full squad, you could go, all right, 
you you're the medic you carry med bags you carry ammo and these two people carry at or aa weapons so we can kind of deal with that on our own and if you're not playing with a full squad you're playing with some blueberries you can kind of watch and see how they do and adjust what you what you're doing in accordance to that if yep they actually yep. play like a squad that's a discussion for a different day <laughs> yeah that won't happen <laughs> no i don't know if it's going to be as much of an issue but i do think it's going to turn people off regardless the people it's going to turn off are call of duty players who don't oh, want to course. deal with tanks and helicopters they just want want gunfights which maybe some maps will be better for that but who knows and even then you can go to a portal and find a server with vehicles turned off true did i just move something in obs no i didn't okay uh <laughs> yeah uh right something with vehicles turned off right um yeah so okay so you brought up you brought up some really good points. Anyone there there will everyone will be able to equip themselves with some kind of anti vehicle uh ordinance, right? Rocket launcher, C four. That seems to be the case. So that's gonna be something that's going to be a counter to those to those tanks. Um now, in terms of like the hundred, like what, because I know what he's talking about. There's these, um, there's actually a streamer, um, whose name I can't recall right now. If I bet if I, um, Focus, Focus BF, he's actually on uh, TME, Team EXE. He's like, he's just got this technique down in a helicopter in a little bird. He uses mouse and keyboard. And he does the thing where he hops in and out to break the lock-ons and shit like that. This dude just absolutely melts maps. It's wild how good he is in doing it. Um, so there's that. <laughs> there's 151 into one tankers, true, who can get in tanks and they can, they they know spots on maps where they can like literally just peek, you know, within the tank, and they they can move back and forth. Uh, you know, in and out, in and out of cover, like they're on foot. It's wild, you know. You can, and and the tank, and one of the things that helps them do that is that the tanks are incredibly nimble in Battlefield Four. They can fucking move, you know, fairly. They move fairly quickly. You can move the turret as fast as you can move your mouse. Unlike Battlefield Five, of course. Um, right. So, yeah. So. In BF4, that's it, it, it. But here's the thing: that that player, I don't think, really turned too many people off of um of Battlefield 4. You know what I mean? Yeah. It annoyed people, but you know what? So does Ender's. Ender Ender's drives people absolutely fucking mad, and he does it on his feet with a with with yeah. a fucking assault rifle or a submachine gun. Right. So. But you're you're you make a good point. Um, the people it is going to turn off is going to be COD gamers because they hate that shit, right? It's yep. like yeah, they hate that shit. So, uh, before I continue my thought, Junk Pup is a complete fucking madman and has gifted another fucking five subs to this channel. I think that's like a total of like twenty or twenty-five. Junk Pup, you're a fucking mad king. 
and I appreciate you, sir. And he's got to bounce. He's just going to drop those five subs, and he's going to bounce. <laughs> That's cool, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Junk Pup, thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate you very much, sir. Uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Uh, yeah, so... But here's... here's So, we talked about the counters. Everyone will be able to equip some kind of anti, anti-vehicle ordinance. But here's the thing that I think is that, that I think here's the thing that that's going to make it a non-issue for, at least on certain maps the maps sound like they're absolutely massive right they sound yeah. like they're fucking huge I think tanks will be less of an issue than helicopters will be right they're going to be less of it they're going to be less of an issue because if the maps are as big as it seems like we think they're going to be if there is some dude who, you know, some guy, some player who is able to master that tank, its nimbleness and, and, and peak with it and, and, you know, aim like a God in it and stuff like that. Fine. He's because generally they only do that in like one small part of the map. But if the rest of the, but if there's objectives, sectors right to, to, to capture all over the map then fine that guy can sit in that one fucking area and do that all day and he's not gonna he's not gonna affect how the map really plays now i mean because well yeah you could uh, there were certain maps in bf4 where if they were doing that they could basically hold an area that could affect trying to capture up to two points right like say on zavod 311 if some guy was uh some oh yeah, some people were really good at using the buildings in the middle of, of Zabod three eleven as cover. And I remember getting really annoyed uh by people in tanks or even uh, infantry fighting vehicles by ba- and they would just control the middle of the map because you couldn't kill them, right? You just you just couldn't it was impossible to fucking take it was impossible to kill that tank. So he literally controlled the entire middle of the map. Um, it didn't always help them win the game, but um, but it it was really annoying because he basically just you know you don't you just don't even go it basically just took that that entire area of the map out of play. Um, I'm I want to say there were other uh, Caspian border could do the same thing. You could take yeah. the, you could take the middle part of the map completely out of play if someone was just the fucking god in a tank and you couldn't kill him. And they were just zooming up and down that mountain, just killing everything. You know, was killing everything in sight. Just took the entire part of that map that just took that entire part of the map out of play. And it and it that was always kind of annoying because it was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just gonna the only two points we're gonna try to fight for are the the A or you know the ones in the backs around you know so so other than the kind of people who hate being yeah. Uh, farmed by vehicles um and then the times where they were tankers or helicopter pilots like that basically took an entire section of the map out of play that was the only time it was really that annoying i think i don't know how most other people felt about them i imagine you're obviously you're annoyed by players that can do that because it's just it, you know it's i can i can see why people get annoyed playing against enders dude that guy just shows up and he just fucking kills yeah he just he 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 takes one breath and he just kills. He goes on a twenty kill streak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but he. I almost. I would almost rather like 
just deal with the tanks because I feel like tanks are a lot easier to take down than a well, really a, good pilot. They're a much bigger target. <laughs> yeah, they're a bigger target. And you know what? People who aren't great in vehicles will get in tanks and try and drive them. Oh, People yeah. that aren't good in vehicles don't get in a helicopter because <laughs> they know I'm going to put it into the ground yeah, in 10 seconds. True, true. That's Yes, that's a very good point. Um, That is true. So, yeah. So you don't always get... Yeah, vehicles aren't always uh, farming or controlling an entire section of the map. Right. Unless it happens to be someone who's just a yeah a god in a tank or something or an IFV. so right so i think i think one of the things to, to talk about what a thing that dice has done to rectify it is make the maps really large right the different sectors the different flags within the sectors we may find you may be playing a game and you may be find you're having fun just fighting amongst two sectors and not even bothering going to play in any of the other sectors of the map, right? So now if there's someone in that particular sector who's being a fucking, you know, god king in a tank and you can't kill him, all right, fuck this guy. Fine, he can have this fucking sector. I'm going to go fight over some other sectors, right? So, mm -hmm. and there, I don't, I don't think I've ever ran into a game where you've had more than two people ever at a time who were unkillable in a tank, right? I don't think I've ever. So I don't, I mean, I don't see that changing in 2042. I don't foresee, yeah. yeah, I don't foresee jumping into a game and there being like five or six fucking absolutely cracked uh, tank pilots, right? So I don't know if I've ever hopped into any game on any battlefield where the tankers are just god kings. It's always pilots. Yeah. I think it's just so niche that. The good pilots will just shine above everybody else. Now, if their team does anything with that air support, totally different story. True. Right. But well, exactly yeah, right. <laughs> pilots are more of an issue, and you can kind of cheese around their their countermeasures. At least in four, you could. I would. Yes. I would use an Igla or a Stinger, and I would lock onto them and wait for them to deploy their flares or their smoke. Yep. Before firing, yep. once I lock back on, you shoot at them, take them out or disable them, and then they hit the ground. You yes, and you could in you that was that was the 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 technique so to speak for uh, normal or less than average pilots. The good pilots knew where to get into cover. You know they they was like okay, I broke that lock on. But now I gotta I gotta fly in a I know exactly where to fly to get out of range of that yeah. person. I know exactly where to fly to to get uh, cover behind something to that so that person can't lock back on. Yeah. So, and they were and that was annoying as as fuck. Right. It's like shit. It's like yeah. They no. They know they they're not a they're they're a good pilot. They're gonna they're, they're I'm not gonna get another chance to fire this thing. By the time they I see them again, their countermeasures are gonna be the cooldown on their countermeasures yeah. is gonna be back up. Right. So. Good pilots, you almost have to just fire dumb fire rockets and yep. hope you get lucky, yep. and that they're not expecting it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, so will it be a non-issue? I don't think it'll be a not. I don't think it'll be a non-issue, but I don't think it'll be an issue where it's going to turn people off the game. I don't think it's going to be an issue where it turns people off the game because, I mean, I guess another th way you could say this was rectified is 
there you could play hazard zone or as you said you could go play portal <laughs> you can go play an infantry only portal you can go play an only uh vehicles portal game and you just now you've got only vehicles right so um so it won't be a non-issue but i don't think it'll be a big issue so um yeah yeah i don't think it'll be an issue and, and where it's gonna sorry go ahead the amount of people that it's gonna turn off is such a small percentage i would imagine that it's almost negligible it's gonna yep. be the yeah. kids that got battlefield for christmas or whatever and <laughs> right. they play it for a couple of days and they're like eh, i'm not i don't know how i feel about this yeah but the the battlefield players they know what kind of shit show they're getting in for they know what kind of shit show they're getting into they know the way to counter it too it's annoying you may you, you know it, it can be tough but you can counter it you may you may spend uh 15 20 of your lives or tickets trying to find a way to flank this fucker in C form or find some way to fucking kill him. But you'll eventually, you know, you'll eventually take him out. Um, which is always bittersweet because it was always bittersweet for me. I would just get on a, in a fucking, I would just get in a fucking zone. I'm like, fuck this guy. I'm fucking killing this guy. I don't care how many fucking tickets I waste trying to kill this guy. And I would eventually do it, but it was like, okay, I killed him. But now he's also laughing his ass off because he knows he just made me waste like 30 of our fucking team's tickets just to kill him. Yeah. And it's like, I fucking got him. You I finally fucking got you, asshole. Yeah, so. But uh, it won't be a non-issue, but I don't think it'll be a big enough issue to affect the the overall game experience for too many people. But yeah, you like you were saying too, like the kitties who get it for Christmas and they're they're gonna eventually get mauled of like yeah, just getting farmed by someone in a tank or something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so there you go. Oh dag, thanks for that question, man. See, there you go. That's why I wanted to save it, because we just that would have what did we do about an hour and a half last week? That would have been that would have made it a yeah. two or hour episode right there, because I think we just talked about that for nearly twenty minutes. Yeah. So thanks. That was a good question, Hodag. I appreciate you, man. Uh so cool. Now that we covered that let's move on to uh, what, uh, one of the sort of feature things we wanted to kind of get into this week. Um, so, in the past couple of weeks, I'm sure most of you have seen uh, Dice released some snippets of official gameplay footage um, in the way of uh, special little snippets of gameplay for the specific for the specialists. Um, and I just realized, that, yeah, that I didn't uh, even mention the other fucking incredibly depressing thing that happened in the past uh, couple of weeks. The passing of Michael K. Williams, uh, also known to all of us Battlefield uh, fans as uh, Kimball Graves, also known as Irish. Fuck, man. F's in the chat for fucking Michael K. Williams. Rest in fucking peace, dude. Fucking Omar's coming, motherfuckers. Omar's coming. <laughs> um... Yeah, that was a, gosh damn it, that was a motherfucker, man. What an absolute motherfucker that was when I when I heard about that. But, yeah. uh, you know, that dude was troubled, man. He was a, he was still a troubled guy. I listened, I listened back to, well, um, I'm an, I'm an, I'm a public radio nerd. So I was listening to NPR and, uh, Terry Gross, uh, does a show on NPR called Fresh Air. 
and she interviewed him a, a couple of times and she was replaying the interviews um in honor of his passing and um man he was yeah he was a troubled dude this didn't seem like he could kick those fucking demons man so which is so fucking unfortunate um and it seems it seems a bit um seems a bit uh, childish to sort of like whinge about it uh, the the fact that he's not going to be in the game anymore but like he was going to be part of the story i know he was going to be like a, a big part of other story elements that were going to happen so yeah but uh rest in peace michael k williams so uh moving on from there we got to talk about him because he's one of the specialists um so yeah so i figured we talk about this a little bit because they did along with these videos they released uh, quite a lot of info that I think is interesting. Um, and of course, uh, Kimball Graves, also known as Irish, um, is the uh, is the engineer specialist. And um, he's got a few, he's got two. So what, I've, what I learned from this was it seems like each specialist has got a special piece of, a special piece of equipment and then they have like a trait. So... Uh, Irish has got the fortification system and according to DICE it includes the DCS deployable cover to protect from bullets and explosives and the APS-36 shoot down sentinel to take down explosive projectiles uh, so that sounds like a trophy system to me right yeah Just, yeah um, so that means he has both of those things um so he can put down that deployable cover and he can put, and now I wonder if he can put down that deployable cover and deploy that trophy system at the same time. Or alternatively, if the trophy system is built into the deployable cover, I was going to just like, they're not say separate. That. <laughs> I was just going to say that, but they do say to protect from bullets and and the APS 36 shoot down. So I think they're probably two different pieces of equipment is my guess. So, um, yeah. uh, I hope, hope, hope they memorial, memorialize him in game. A statue on kaleidoscope would be so cool. Yeah. Crash. That would be pretty cool. They definitely, they got to memorialize him in, in the game in some way for sure. Um, or maybe, I don't know about a statue, but, um, like a dog tag, like, like maybe a, uh, like a dog tag that, uh, that players can have displayed on their player profile thing. Yeah or something like that so yeah. um so okay so man but this this equipment is just like ugh. it sounds like it just is you know well but i mean at the same time you know it's it's battlefield right i mean you you said you wouldn't mind if um the 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 building of con you know the construction of of cover and, and stuff mm -hmm. didn't make it into the game. So Irish can carry around this deployable uh, riot shield, if you will, this, uh, this deployable, uh, this deployable cover um, and the trophy system. But that just like, man, that so sounds like something that just wants to promote camping like so much. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if the cool, as long as the cooldown on the, the deployable cover is kind of high so that you can't just be putting that thing down whenever the fuck you want, you know? Yeah, either a slow cooldown or the cover only stays up for like a minute. 
or maybe two or a minute, at the right, most. which is probably the case. Um, or it's super vulnerable to like a particular rocket, right? There's a um, yeah one of the high one of the like higher level rockets that you unlock or whatever. Like uh, you can you can take the thing down with one shot from from one of those, right? So um, so then the other and and what uh, the engineer the or what the the Irish has the veteran trait, and the, what the veteran trait does is provides armor with additional. I don't know what the fuck this sentence means, by the way. Provides armor with additional bonuses from downed enemies. I don't even. Maybe I, he can pick up more ammo off of a, a person that he just killed or something. Okay, that's the only thing that makes sense. To that's me. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's. I think you're right there. Now that right, yeah. Now that I've thought it out a little bit more, I think that you're right with additional bonuses from that. Right, so you, so if you're running Irish, right, you'll pick up more ammo, maybe more armor. I don't know if we're gonna pick up armor plates like we do in Warzone or whatever. They so. had armor in Battlefield 4. It was the defensive specialization tree. And you would take 10% less damage to the chest only. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if it's something like that, cool. You know, if it's a small damage reduction, I don't foresee that as being a huge issue, especially if you aim center mass and you ride your recoil up to a headshot. Right, true. Uh, did you watch the videos at all? I have. It's been a while. Okay. I think it was just when they first came out. Well, because I'm pretty sure, and a lot of other people caught it too, and I looked, and it looked like there was a second bar, and it looked like it was probably an armor bar. So it looks like we're going to get, or at least if you're running Irish, you're going to get um, an armor bar. And maybe everyone will. Maybe Irish will have 150%, and everyone else will have 100%. I don't know. Yeah, so, so that should be interesting. Uh, okay, and so that our our, the, our next specialist is Webster McKay, and uh, I believe he's like the assault specialist. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to take this one? Why don't you read that one out? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So Webster's got the grappling hook, which they had to spell out for us. I think everybody knows what a grappling hook is, but I'll read this anyways. <laughs> Fire is a rope that attaches to surfaces. When attached, the rope is retracted and the char character gets pulled towards the the attach point. Like a how you would think a grappling hook would work. Like effort. Yeah, so thanks, Dice. Thanks for explaining how a grappling hook works. <laughs> yeah. Next Dice is gonna tell me how a jumbotron works or something crazy, right? So yeah, cool. Cool and nice, Dice. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> right, it. Thanks for clearing that up, this. I know. I'm thinking I'm reading this and going, and I and I got done. I was like, a grappling hook. Okay, great. Thanks, Dice. Like, who the fuck? Whoever wrote that sentence must have just been like, I need a new job. Like, why did they? <laughs> they really just made me do this. It's like, what the fuck? It should have just been, it's a fucking grappling hook. <laughs> this is a, Duh. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. His his trait seems like it could be pretty useful, though. Allows the player to move more quickly while ADS... <laughs> further enhancing their speed related advantages take that how you will i think i've also seen or read somewhere that he moves faster on zip lines yes which might be 
it, as a sniper, it would be annoying because you have your bullet speed and everything, and you know how everyone else in the game works on a zip line, and you get homeboy out here just zooming around, yeah, right around the map on a zip line, right? Exactly. Um, and uh, faster aim down sights, even when you're on the zip line, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's yeah, so that could be uh, so that that, that could be interesting. Uh, yeah, or or it could be very annoying. It could be yeah, really really op. Uh, the grappling hook, from so far the the gameplay I've seen of it, man, it looks kind of fucking op, man. It looks like you're just yeeting yourself right out of fucking bad situations. Um, but maybe that's on a a, a, a cooldown as well. So yeah, or if it can only go a certain amount of distance because the all the play testing i saw it looked like they were only attaching to maybe the top of a two-story building that they were in front of they're not standing on the ground and then yeeting up to the top right. of the skyscraper yeah. so speaking we'll of that, see how that goes. speaking of those types of types of zip lines i was paying close attention to uh casper's video the recon guy and uh, when they're showing him uh do the 180 headshot because the 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 motion sensor worked and it alerted him to the, there was um the zip line thing on the on the top of the looked like exactly like the ones in Warzone like they looked exactly which doesn't surprise me i mean i don't suppose there's more than one design for those things right so yeah in terms of how they're engineered and designed right so yeah um all right, uh, so then our next specialist that they outlined here, Maria Falk. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's German, so that's probably not how we pronounce her last name. Anyway, um, she is the medic specialist, or the, as she has the combat surgeon trait, as I'll get into, uh, and her equipment is the S21 Surrette pistol. Fires a syringe at friendlies to provide healing. If fired at an enemy, the syringe will do damage. Okay. Um, pretty straightforward. Um, I heard a snippet about the Surrette pistol, and I think at one point during playtesting, um, they had, it was designed to actually revive players at a distance as well, but it turns out that was pretty OP, so they disabled that, um, and you, uh, I think, but I think it can, I think they said it can revive your squad mates teammates it won't revive at a distance but i think it might still revive your squad mates at a distance i could be wrong about that um but it's in that's a that's a cool this is a really neat little thing to add to this game um there it's just it's just something that i never this kind of a piece of equipment is just something that never ever crossed my mind as being something and i doubt they're I, maybe there's some kind of world, real world counterpart to this thing. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of projectile healing things that, that exist. I don't know. Or if it's just a complete sort of fantasy thing to add to the game. But uh, I think that'll be kind of an interesting little uh, uh, piece of equipment for for this uh, specialist. Um, and as like I said, they're like medics, so they have the combat surgeon trait. Uh, and this will this what this does is this allows uh maria to return downed allies to combat with with full health when reviving so now and i but i wonder though 
so does that mean full health with even with and she had the defit patch she doesn't use her surrette pistol to revive in the video she actually breaks out the the defib pads that we're used to seeing in bf4 and uh shocks the guy so now i wonder then if this trait means just a quick shock means revived to full health and not having to do the full charge right so yeah maybe it could be like oh what was it there was combat medic in battlefield 4 once you're you hit the right level it would take a fraction of the time yes. to fully charge your defense yep so, so yeah so right so all this stuff yeah it's for all the people who are like freaking out about freaking out about all this specialist stuff early on it's like this all existed in battlefield 4 guys this was all i mean it was it was a little bit you had to sort of gain it through through combat points and yeah and depending on which squad uh what is like well no it's like squad specialist or wasn't it called or something like that or so it was squad, i don't um, remember it was dependent on your squad i uh, think it was just called specialization squad specializations right thank you and then if you got squad wiped you just started over at the beginning which yeah you started hey off. most right. people you play with are shit right you're almost never gonna hit that top tier unless you're playing with a squad that you're communicating oh, yeah. with. If you're just playing with blueberries, get fucked. Forget You'll it. Oh, yeah. never get hit it. Absolutely fucking scanned. Yep. No, I know. Um, but it was always fun when, uh, yeah, I like um, when I was playing with uh, the uh, No Nonsense Gamers guild <laughs> that, uh, that I was part of. Yeah. There was a few, there was a handful of guys we ran very regularly in squads and yeah, getting those squad bonuses up were, were pretty fun. Uh, cause mm -hmm. once you, once you got them up and if you really, and if you didn't lose them, yeah, we just kind of ran around the map, just fucking running the map. It was pretty fun. Um, cool. All right. So what's the next one? Next one, I'm just calling him Boris. I'm not trying to pronounce this Russian name. Didn't you tell you're like, just, you're like your your lineage is Russian and you're not even gonna try? Hey, no, I know four. <laughs> I know how to say four Russian words. Yes, no, bitch, and fuck. So no, <laughs> well, I'm all the not. ones all the ones that matter. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Boris has a SG thirty six Century system automatically spots and engages enemy targets detected within a certain area. From the video, it looked like it was yeah, just like a Century gun from Call of Duty. Now, if it will go after vehicles or not, like a tank, I kind of doubt. If it, I, I would think that they'd program in. Okay, this thing knows it can't do any damage to this. I'm just not even gonna bother engaging it. I would think so. Yeah. I would think, but who knows? What do we know? Yeah. 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 Uh, his his trait is Century Operator. Uh, when he's closer to the Century gun, it locks on to... Spots the enemy target, and uh, it will lock on to it. So I really don't understand how this is going to work. I would... I'll need to see this actually in-game. Well, it's in the video. If you have done your homework. Okay. And watch well, the video. <laughs> I should go back and do my homework. I was going to do your homework, school, right? That's right. Uh, yeah. So no. So saying that this thing spots enemies is a massive understatement. At least, according, at least watching the video um, that Dice posted of of the gameplay of this thing, 
this thing so whatever this thing is targeting and detecting i i'm guessing it probably doesn't do this for every player probably only for boris but you get a full outline of your of your enemy I mean, it, you don't get like just a little, uh, you don't get a fucking Dorito. <laughs> I mean, you get a full fucking red outline of your okay. enemy that this thing, yeah, that this thing is spotting in which I, I don't, yeah. And it, it may also be shooting at it as well. So like, now I would it, think so. I they would think did so that too. In, yeah. They did that in battlefield one as well. Um, I don't remember if it was the trench periscope for the scout class or, uh, yeah, that thing, one that... of the specializations. I think it was a specialization where if you got a headshot, the next person you looked at would be highlighted for everyone to see with an uh, outline that's, around them. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute since I played that game, but you've been yeah, you've been playing it. Right. Okay, yeah. So there's so okay, so there's a little bit of precedence for that in the other games. But it, dude, in the video, like there's like two I th he I, at one point there's like two or three guys just totally outlined in red for Boris to see, making them, you know, impossible to miss, which is cool because one of the things we've complained about the last two years now is how terrible visibility in, in these games are, whether it's BF5 or Warzone or whatever. Um, so, I mean, cool. It's going to make them really easy to see, which is awesome. But it also looks incredibly fucking OP. Um, but again, we're talking... All this stuff could have massive cooldowns too. You may only be able to you may be only able to use that thing every five minutes, every four, ten minutes. I don't know, right? So Or um, it only outlines them for a couple of seconds. Only outlines maybe them for five a couple of seconds. Right. Something like that. So but um yeah, it was a really it was it, it, the seeing it in the video, man, it looks like holy crap, that's like super OP. Um but I don't know and now yeah, and that's the sentry operator trait. Yeah, see, all this stuff is so... This stuff... Man, I'm so fucking... I'm... Uh, I, I'm so mauled that this is, like, all the info we have on this game. And we're nearly up to, like, a month before the game releases, you know? I mean, that's okay. We've got some info about the maps. We don't have any official gun lists. We don't have any, like, official equipment lists. Any official you know, ordinance lists, any, any, oh, this is what we've got. This is like all the, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm wrong and you're listening to this and you're like this, why am I listening to this podcast? This podcast host is a fucking moron. Uh, there's all kinds of, I don't, if there's other information, official information about what's going to be in this game, then please join our fucking discord and tell, and let us know, check the show notes, uh, invite to the discords in the show notes. But I mean, as far as I know, this is it. And it makes me so fucking mauled that next week or even now people are playing the fucking Call of Duty Vanguard beta. You know, it's like, the f come on, Dice, what the fuck are you doing? It's like next, what, what is it? Um, next week or like the week before the this beta comes out, we better get a real fucking detailed list of what's of what we're gonna see in this beta, what's gonna what what we're gonna get to, what we're gonna get to do, vehicles, whatever. I mean, I'm listening. I'm listening to. The drop shot last the last episode or the the last episode or the I think it was the last episode, and they are just detailing all kinds of shit that's going to be in this Vanguard beta. 
They've got fucking maps. They've got game modes. They've, I mean, they've just got a fucking absolute bevy of information about what's going to be in this Vanguard beta. And we're sitting here fucking reading these specialist notes with fucking, with dice telling us how a fucking grappling hook works, right? <laughs> yeah. Come on, It's dice. almost like Dude. they they're gun shy after Battlefield 5's lead up and everything. That's the only thing that really makes sense to me. I don't want to get myself in trouble with what we did the last time. Let's just say fucking nothing versus let's dump everything and you can have people with prosthetics for every limb in the game. (laughs) Right. You could be right. And I feel like you're not the only person that's... um, uh, Somebody said that uh, in Discord. I don't remember if that was ours or Crash's, but I I read that somewhere and it makes a lot of sense to me. Right. Crash, yeah, Crash in the chat saying the the beta better be polished. No shit, it, you're absolutely right, Crash. It fucking better be. Those devs, uh, they used to do those devs events where they showcase everything. Yeah, no, I know, right? Yeah, I miss those dev events too. We've gotten fuck all before this beta, and it's making me fucking mauled. It's making me absolutely mauled. Listening to, you know, the drop shot guys just absolutely break down everything that's going to be in that fucking Vanguard beta. And we've got absolutely, we got fucking, I mean, okay, we've, we've got this information about these specialists, but it's like fucking come on dice. Let's fucking do better. Um, okay. One more specialist to get to, <laughs> but that was, I had that. I, I talked, I started that thought off in the beginning of the pod and I said, I was going to talk about it. And that was, um, that was the thought. Cause I'm just, I'm fucking mauled that, you know, in, in, and September 22nd is just a month before the game comes out. Less than a month, really, for, for pre-orders are going to get it on the 15th. So Yep. All right. So our, so the last specialist they have outlined um, in this, um, you know, little tidbit of information they've doled, doled out to us, us peasants. Uh, I have no idea. I, so I'm pretty sure this guy, well, he's from South Africa, according to his profile. But I mean, I'm pretty sure his name is like Dutch, so it could be could be Wickus, could be Vicus, Vicus, uh, or could just be Wickus Van Wickus Van Deel, uh, also known as Casper. It's the recon guy, right? So he's got to be Casper the Ghost. Excuse me. Um, and his uh, equipment is the OVP recon drone. Spots nearby moving targets and kiss and can disorient enemies by using EMP blasts can also be used to designate targets for lock-on weapons. That's a pretty uh that's a pretty OP little piece of equipment there. <laughs> um so it, 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 that's, that's kind of interesting. So basically this thing is like a little flying uh Sith Lord and can fucking it can fucking uh palpatine <laughs> lightning shit. <laughs> right? This better thing, this thing better have a palpatine skin. Or I will fucking re- or I will uninstall the game. If they don't make like some kind of Emperor Palpatine skin for this thing, I will uninstall the game, and I will personally drive to fucking Electronic Arts headquarters and protest until they make one, <laughs> because that would be fucking great. Because that's kind of that's what it is. It's it's a little it's a little lightning blaster basically, little EMP blasts uh, to take out enemy equipment, which is kind of neat. That's kind of a cool little feature actually. Because that could be a little counter to the Robo Doge, right? You see a Robo Doge yeah. walking around, blast that fucker, take it out of commission, 
and uh, makes it easier for your teammates to kill. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Um, and then of course, I like that it. I like that it can be used to uh, to do the laz uh, for for lock on weapons. That's kind of OP though, because in Battlefield Four, I mean you were you were reliant on a recon guy with the with the laz scope, but it was a. Um, I mean, it was like just a pair of basically a pair of binoculars that you brought up and where wherever you were standing and just trained onto something. This thing can move. I mean, this thing is flying through the air, so you can be moving around. So you could get up above stuff. See, now this could be a good counter to helicopters because yeah. this could be a real good counter to helicopters because it's going to be small, so it's going to be hard to spot. And you can keep... you, you no, That helicopter may not be, be able to escape your... Your targeting laz, your targeting laser, because you can move that thing around. Because uh, in Battlefield Four, you know the, you get the alert that you're getting locked onto, and so you move into cover. And if you're a re- you're your your little fucking recon dope, and like ah shit, can't get him because he just fucking you know I'm just standing here with my fucking dick in my hand and my laz targeter, and now I can't fucking target him. So, but this thing. We'll be able to fly, get high up altitude, find those fucking helicopters, and, and get the lock-ons. So that could be, that could be the counter to to helicopters that we're looking for there. So, um, yeah, I think they're just trying to get people to actually use that laser designator because I don't think I've ever seen anybody in Battlefield Four ever use it. Oh man, ever use the Mav? Oh, at least in the last year or so. Yeah, no, no. Um, but the, well, the Mav didn't, uh, do lock on weapons though. It didn't do last harding. It would spot enemies, but it wouldn't do last. It wouldn't do the last. Um, no dude, I would berate servers, dude. I would absolutely berate servers. I was like, fucking, if you're playing recon, equip your fucking last and use it because those things were fucking powerful, dude. They were, uh, there were three different rocket launchers that could use them. You know, the law, the the S, not the S mod, the the law, and then the and then the last two ones in the in the progression. I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head, but um, I mean they were absolutely they weren't OP, but they were fucking powerful. And if you had a couple of recon guys who were being real diligent about using their last, which I encountered occasionally, oh man, you would just you, the the enemy team's armor just didn't stand a chance. It was fucking great. Um, so. So, but that could be a real good counter to tanks and helicopters, but really, especially helicopters, because like I said, they won't be able to, you'll be able to keep that lock on, on them by flying that drone in, in the, in the right position so that that, so that the helicopter can't get into cover. Um, so that'll, that should, that'll be interesting. Oh, great. So I just, okay. Anyway, um, I'm hitting the fucking mute the cough button on my GoXLR, and I heard like a little bit of feedback. Did you hear that? Yes, I was very confused for a second. If I hit it lightly, it doesn't do it, but if I kind of hammer it, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's why I didn't hit that button for no fucking reason. Um, <laughs> okay, and so Casper's trait is the movement sensor trait. Equipment? I don't know why. Th- th- I don't know how this is a trait. It's, just, it's a movement sensor. Alerts player to approaching enemies, both while boots on the ground, and when piloting the recon drone. Okay, so that's cool. So you can. So that's kind of cool that you get the that you get the alert even when you're doing the the recon drone. Um, 
So yeah. So there's our specialists. There's all the info we know about this game so far, other than what we've seen in videos and trailers and what they've told us about the maps. <laughs> so it makes me so mauled. And DICE absolutely be better get their shit together and re yeah, release a, a ton more information about what we're going to see in the beta, what's going to be available, what maps, what game modes, uh, weapons. I want to know more about the fucking weapon system. I am so yeah. angry to know about the weapon system. What's going to what's going to affect what's going to affect weapons? Are we going to unlock specializations the way we did in BF5, or or are we going to have a gunsmith style thing, a la Warzone, where your attachments, your your sights, your barrels, your your underbarrels, your stocks, ammo, magazines are going to affect your your weapon traits and handling, right? We don't know any of this fucking stuff, and it makes me so fucking angry. So we don't know any based of this shit on, yet. <clears throat> based on the plus system, I highly doubt we're getting the, the Battlefield 5 clusterfuck of a specialization system. It wouldn't make sense. Clusterfuck of a... Yeah. Um, but, but would it or wouldn't it, though? what's what's more kind of like i don't want to i don't want to why like, would why would they give you an option for three different four grips if none of them actually make a difference because you just pick it through your specializations it almost has to be a call of duty gunsmith but, system but we don't well okay now we don't know for a fact if um uh under barrel four grips are part of the plus system we don't for, we don't know for a fact from what i saw it was like it looked like you go up and you change the scope you go towards the barrel and you change the barrel go down you can change your magazine and if you go the other way it changes your stock or or, or maybe there was multiple options on all of those oh maybe well okay you make a good point you're, you but your your point is completely fair you're right it would make zero fucking sense to like yeah maybe the maybe like um Fuck, man. Maybe you can put anything you want anywhere on that plus system, right? Maybe. Would. So, yeah, I don't know. But you're right. That makes perfect sense. It would make zero sense for those things to not affect the traits of your weapon if we were going to, like, right, be able to change them on the fly. So, um, so yeah, so that's a good point. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know. So we'll see. Where was I going with that? I'm completely fucking lost. <laughs> doesn't take much and, well that's fine we'll, we'll keep that we'll keep that in mind um <laughs> we'll keep that in mind when i forget to send that microphone in, in ups right that <laughs> get scammed podcast get scammed. listeners get scammed podcast listeners just looking listen to evan and his dog shit heads that mic because i'm a boomer and i forget things <laughs> um but no you're right that is a very good point so it's but that, but it's, it makes me, yeah, that's right. I remember I, I've, I've recalled where I was going with that. I'm just fucking mauled that we just don't know. We know so fucking little about this game so far and we're just a little less than a fucking month out. So yeah. Um, so but the other thought I had about the th the other thought about all these specialists. So this is, there's a whole other list of specialists that are listed as redacted on the official website. Right. So, um, like, are these just the NOPAT specialists? And are we going to get a whole set of specialists that are essentially the 
you know, engineer, assault, medic, you know, recon um, for American forces and then for Russian forces? Are they going to have the same equipment? I imagine they're going to have the same traits because the traits are essentially what make them the class, right? I mean, the equipment does too, obviously, but um, like, are they going to be, yeah. So, and are there, they're going to be shared? I would think, yeah. And so, yeah, and again, this is all stuff we don't fucking know because they haven't fucking yeah. told us. So from, from what I kind of gathered from what they said, at, like the reveal and stuff is that you only play as these notepads as a proxy for each army rather than the Russians sending in their troops. They hire notepads kind of like mercenaries is kind of how I understood that. I might be wrong there, but that's kind of how it, it seemed that you're almost like a, like a mercenary force rather than Russians and Americans fighting each other. Well, but, I was, I don't I don't know. Who knows? Well, we Dice, don't know please. because if Dice fucking doesn't tell us exactly. Well, now I feel like I I swear I remember them officially saying or no, maybe it wasn't officially. It may have, this may have just been shit that was all leak speculation stuff that it was going to be no pats, three factions, no pats, US forces, Russian forces. So, Dice, please. Come on. With some fucking more info about this game, please. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, as far as this information goes and these videos went, now the videos were all very short. I believe they were like 20 seconds at the most, I think. Um, but they were at least a good little glimpse at some gameplay. And of what I saw of it, I'm starting to like what I see of it. I'm starting to like I'm starting to like the it looks like the gunplay. It's going to have a good feel to it. Like there's a, a good kind of kick to the gun and it's going to and you're going to kind of have a good feel for for shooting, you know. It's going to I don't know how do I feel so fucking explain it cuz I've talked about it before about Warzone how much I like in MW19 and Warzone how much the gunplay feels um good, you know, good movement um movement looks good smooth looks a little bit looks kind of like it feels gonna it, like it's gonna feel like bf5 a little bit better it looks actually I feel like it's gonna be even more polished than bf5 bf5 has got some really fucking dog shit like visuals though for its movement um like when you fall backwards i i kind of dug that they yeah. did that as a thing but like the way they the way they dr draw it you would you look like you're scrunched up at like your chest level as opposed to like your waist because like you can see your fucking entire crotch and even part of your stomach and then your lung. It's like it's like you fold at like the bottom of your chest as opposed to your waist. It looks so yeah. weird. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? What the hell were they doing? I mean, I get it was it was pretty new. I don't even think any first person shooter game had ever done something like that where your character, your model character model actually kind of falls backward and is, and is like shooting on his back. So, um, I haven't seen anything that looks like that in this. So we, so remains to be seen of that sort of animation character model animation is going to make it into this game. So, um, yeah. So anyway, other than that, the, um, like I said, the videos are worth watching. Um, I could watch them a little bit more and maybe, 
pick out some other uh, things about it. Um, but yeah, but I'm really way more interested in learning more about this game from Dice. So yeah, um, yeah. So um, oh, so Crash is saying Russia and USA are the AI bots in the game, and you play as No Pat's specialist as of the tech test. Oh, hmm. And I wonder if that's the way it's going to stay. Because it does seem weird that you select these. Yeah, I don't know. This whole thing is going to be weird. Because the specialist thing, off the rip, it, it feels the way, you, the way you pick an operator in Warzone. And all the, oper you know, there's the one set of operators that are part of that faction called um, Jackals. I don't know, or whatever. And then... There's the one set of operators that are part of the the good faction task force one four one or whatever, but like it's this isn't the same. But it's like they're they're trying to do the same thing. But I don't know, and we'll we'll see. But as of as according to Crash, as of the play test, it's just Russia and USA are the AI bots, and then the players are running around as one of these specialists. So, but again, there's a ton more specialists specialists to be revealed. So we'll see. Um, okay. Cool. So moving on to, uh, the last, uh, last note I got here. What the fuck is with all these nerds complaining about the game won't be realistic enough? Who are these fucking nerds? And, and why are they all a bunch of fucking Reddit, <laughs> fucking Reddit S-words, right? Yeah, I see that... it on uh, on Facebook battlefield groups too. Oh, boy. Maybe that's not the other best group of people, but yeah, <laughs> no. it, guys, it's not Stop. squad. It's not hell let loose. Stop it. Get Stop some it. help. It's a fucking <laughs> arcade shooter. Stop. Get some help. Oh, that would be a good drop. Have you ever seen? You ever seen that meme of uh, Michael yes. Jordan, the old Michael Jordan yes. video? Stop. Yes, it's one Get of my favorites. <laughs> that's. That's officially going to be a new drop on this podcast very soon. Um, yeah, seriously, guys, cut it the fuck out. I even thought to myself that, like, I was playing BF5 the other night, and, yeah, the fa oh, the Facebook Battlefield group is probably just one of the most yeah. toxic places on the internet. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it is. Um, like, even, even the, the building of the fuel depots and the building of the ammo depots and of the of the uh you know the cover i'm like that's even too fucking simmy for me i mean it it adds a level of immersiveness to a battlefield to to a world war 2 game sure but i don't want to do it i don't want to take the time to do it that's too simmy for me it's like no stop it with the it's a fucking arcade shooter game it's supposed to be the things that you would the things that you would do in a simulation game, right, take way too much time and take way too much effort. But there's yes. things that they can do to approximate these things in, in, you know, in a game to where you don't necessarily have to do anything, but you sort of get the effects of what it is, right? For instance, spot, uh, spotting, right? Do, you know, doing something very like just doing the comros and then and then spotting them, not you know selecting your radio, selecting a channel on the radio and then and then hitting a button that says, "I've spotted an enemy engineer 
at this sector, you know, and then now five fucking seconds later, you finally communicated to your team that there's a fucking bad enemy. It's like, no, we don't want to fucking do anything like that. I want these approximations that bring the, some of the sense of realistic things that a military force can do, but make it easy to do. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think any of these dumb fucks have ever played an actual like mil sim game like Arma or Squad. No, or they Hell probably haven't. Because yeah. they would they would just be bitching and crying that it's too hard. Because Hell at Loose, cool. There's a sniper in the church tower. I'll never see him. He's just gonna blow my fucking head off over and over <laughs> right. and over and over again. And you, there's nothing you can do about right. it. Like, yeah, you can talk to your squad or the people around you. But there's no kill cams. You don't know where they are. It's just you're running through a field, and boom, mm. you're in the redeploy screen. Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not. And that's real world. That's real sim, right? Unless you mm-hmm. actually spot that guy. But the re, right kill cams. Well, the kill cam. I don't. Know. But it is it. But it the the kill cam is something that sort of approximates, like say. Your one of your squad mates saw you get hit, and then he was able to look at which direction it looked like you may have gotten hit from. And oh, look, I, they spotted a sniper up on that tower. And now you're able, and that's kind of what a, you could. All these things are meant to approximate the communication that that modern military forces have. That's what I think. That's one of the things about the the the, the drop shot. Their big complaint about the mini map in MW19. The way it always worked was was the was to properly approximate the communication operators can have amongst one another. That's why when if uh, if if I saw someone and I saw them shoot, they show up as a blip on the minimap. Why? Because I've just spotted I've just spotted a tango, if you will, to use the lingo, and I've just alerted it. I've just alerted my my teammates to where they are. That's why they they show up as a blip on the mini map. That's how that's the point. I don't want to have to go through a bunch of keybinds to do that. I just want it to happen, <laughs> and that's yeah. What that's the point of a of a like an M Dub or like a yeah, Battlefield game, arcade arcade shooters. So shattered, absolutely shattered. Are you absolutely knackered, Mister Gibson? <laughs> Sorry. I appreciate you hanging out, though, my friend, on a uh, Saturday night over there across the pond. It's probably about 1 o'clock in the morning over there now. So, yeah, thanks for hanging out, brother. Appreciate you, man. Um, Knackered. I was like... (laughs) I was like 22 years old. Story time with Dub real quick. Uh, I was like 22. I was working for a software company. And... uh, this client, this customer of ours was having a problem with a barcode printer and she was from England and she was over here at like her, you know, company's site here in the States. And she's like, I can't deal with this. I'm bringing it there. I'm like, I'm like, but we're, we're not like, we don't do on-site service. We're a software company. This is just a tech support desk. She's like, I don't care. I'm not going to stand on the phone sit here on the phone and have you try to fix it. I can't just, I'm bringing it there. You can, and I was like, oh, oh, sure. Okay. So she brought it. Long story, TLDR. 
she ends up asking me out. We end up going out on a fucking date and we're driving and she's like, oh yeah, let's get the, I'm absolutely knackered. I'm like, what the fuck did you say? It was just hilarious. I thought she said something else. I th- it was like, what you may assume you may have sound like. And I was like, knackered. I'm like, knackered? And uh, oh, I'm like, wait, what the fuck does that even mean? I'm, t- I'm, I'm hungry. I'm like, it's like oh, I was like 22 years old. And I had this like 30-year-old British chick in my car. <laughs> this is just, I don't know, whatever. That just made me think of that. Anyway. Uh... On that note, yeah, that's that's all for this fucking podcast. Um, so, uh, did I miss anything at the beginning? Is uh, join the Discord, check the show notes. Uh, there, all of a uh, few of our patrons are streamers, and they're absolutely worth uh, giving a follow. Dean Gibson, Twitch uh, Twitch TV slash uh, Smudge underscore DG, as in Dean Gibson. Uh, junk pup, I believe junk pup has an underscore. I say twitch.tv slash uh, twitch.tv slash junk pup underscore underscore at the end. Uh, Crash Eight, of course. Check out Crash Crash Eight uh, Crash Gaming on YouTube. Like and subscribe to Crash Eight uh, Crash Games on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it. I don't think I did. I uh, yeah, you got your Twitch followers in. I got yep. my I got my Twitch bot that I'm in that I banned. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. All right, everyone. Um, appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate all the support. Uh, Dice, we know you're listening. Let's fucking go. Let's get, get it fucking together. And let's get some information about this fucking game out there. Okay. And let's get this fucking beta going. All right. Everyone stay safe out there. Evan, thank you. Yep. Deuces. Everyone stay safe out there. We'll see you next time.